Welcome to the Human Conversation Podcast with Jules White, the real dragon slayer, author and entrepreneur's sales coach. Tune in weekly for human conversation about business and sales. Enjoy business expert interviews, educational episodes, and virtual cuppers with entrepreneur business owners. So grab yourself a cuppa and enjoy. Here is your host, Jules White. Welcome everybody to the Human Conversation. And actually, this is the first of my solo sessions. So in between speaking to amazing entrepreneurs, and I really mean that because I have so much fun having human conversations with people who have been through all sorts of things in their businesses and their lives. It's just been fascinating. I think we're now on episode 93 of the podcast, which is just wonderful. I wanted to just start putting in some solo sessions that were maybe just a bit more educational, um, just a bit more thoughts around sales, you know, my, my thoughts around sales and, and based around my blogging, I suppose, because I look at blogging in a way that I can pick very specific subjects and then just put some real thought into it. Um, my thoughts, obviously, thoughts based on my 30 odd years, 30 odd years now, you notice, uh, in sales. So today I wanted to kick off the solo sessions with a session around the fear of selling. But looking at, do you compare your business to others? So this whole piece around comparisonitis, and it's very, very interesting in terms of how it can trigger you. And it triggers me at times, you know, I'm human, but it's very interesting to understand why it does. And then maybe just thinking about what you do about that, because it's important. It's really important that we don't let comparisonitis take us off into this different path that actually distracts us from the real focus of our own business. You know, my whole theory around this, when you think about it, is the fact that you really don't need to compete with anyone else but yourself. But of course, there will be people who disagree with that. And I do understand that, you know, there is a place in this to look around the market and see what everyone else is doing. Of course there is. But then when you start to compare yourself to that and to compete with that, it starts to take away from your own uniqueness. So I kind of just wanted to talk to you about a few things that I'd thought about around this subject. And did you know that 80% of global internet users access their social media content using a mobile device? So that means that the majority of us are carrying the weight of the world around with us all day, every day. I mean, that's really something, isn't it? When you think about this, it might be handy sort of to have an instant access to information, maps, finance and other platforms. And of course, you know, when I was younger, when I was a girl, we didn't have mobile phones, let alone the Internet. So it does take me back to thinking, gosh, how did I even survive without this device in my hand every sort of minute of the day? But it can also be really detrimental. And that's the issue here, really, that's the key thing to talk about is the fact that it does actually become a problem because we have so much access to so much information now. So, you know, you might ask me, what on earth is comparisonitis? Well, 
it's a term that captures someone's ability to compare all of their achievements to another person's and thereby they're determining the importance of their success. So we all need a bit of inspiration and a bit of motivation, you know, there's no doubt about that. And it helps to push ourselves out of our comfort zone. And I know the conversations that I've had online with people, you know, they've been inspired by some of the things I've done, like my TEDx talk and being in the Dragon's Den. And, and more recently, last year, when I did my Hadrian's Wall Challenge, you know, this is a good use of using other people's success to motivate you. But comparisonitis can also be really detrimental. And it can be a hindrance to your business and also to your well-being if you leave it unchecked. Maybe you're actually doing this without even realizing, but it is really dangerous when you don't realize the impact it has and how it actually stops you, stops you and blocks you and just turns into something that's actually much bigger than it needs to be. So the things you've got to think about is, do you find yourself scrolling through your competitors or even your peers' marketing material online and then comparing it to your own content? You know, anyone who says no, full stop, I've never done that. I honestly don't believe them because I've done it. And at times I do still do it, but I really try not to. And I'm going to talk about the reasons why in a minute. But do you also see like fellow business owners being nominated for awards, you know, and instantly you might feel worthless because you haven't been nominated. There's a whole piece around awards, quite honestly, because there's very different types of awards out there. And sometimes you can self-nominate yourself for an award and it might say that you're nominated, but actually you did it yourself. So there's lots of things to consider when you're looking at things like awards and, and what they really mean and, and actually how much substance they have to them. There's no doubt that awards are a great thing to do, but don't get yourself bogged down in the, they must be so much better than me because they are nominated for an award or they've won an award. Yes, there's credibility in it, but you decide whether you want to go into awards, you decide whether it's right for you personally. That's the key to all of this in my mind. And have you ever wanted to kind of copy words or phrases? or even product titles, because they sound so much better than yours. This is comparisonitis in its full flow. So these feelings and actions, they just don't serve you. And nothing good comes from comparing yourself or your business with others. In fact, all of this is a distraction and it stops you looking at this in another way. In actual fact, it's a great opportunity. So how do you stop comparing yourself or your business to others? In my book, I actually talk about the little voice that stops you from being your true self. This negative inner chatter that can derail you and the nagging doubts that keep you from your full potential. And by the way, this inner voice is always trying to keep you safe. It's actually the old caveman brain at work again. So it's kind of your, your fear keeping you safe and saying to you, oh, you don't want to do that. Because if you do that, you might fail. And if you do that, actually, you might get hurt. Or if you do that, you're going to look silly. 
And that is your inner voice, your fear, trying to keep you safe. And one of the things that feeds that inner voice is comparisonitis. So, you know, I love talking about sales with entrepreneurs because it's where sales are the most real and authentic. Business owners are absolutely honest and passionate about what they do, about their products, about their services, and they have a desire to sell in a human way. You know, every single entrepreneur that I've worked with, had in my community, in my membership, they've all said to me, I don't want to do that yucky sales stuff. I just want to sell it in a human way that feels natural. And when you believe in your individuality and your authenticity, the need to compare yourself to others actually becomes redundant because what you're doing is embracing your own uniqueness, your own set of skills. This bit's really important. From a business point of view, you obviously hope to create lasting relationships and you want to connect with your audience. And those relationships are built on trust, on loyalty, and the ability to be uniquely you. So you'll do things like storytelling, you'll share all your experiences, and you and your business now have the opportunity to stand out from the crowd. No one else has your stories, and no one else has those same experiences. They might be similar, but they will not be exactly as yours were. They're yours, and they're unique to you. And there is no worth in comparing them to anything or anyone else. If you've ever listened to any of my webinars or even my podcast episodes, you will hear me say, stay in your own lane at all times. And it is my mission to help my clients embrace who they are by sharing those stories and their uniqueness. There's no comparisons necessary whatsoever. So you have to learn to sell and promote your business your way, not someone else's. When you start to seek someone else's way, that's when you go into the depths of comparisonitis. And I mentioned the art of using other people's stories to motivate and inspire you. So doing this is a fabulous way of thinking outside of the box when it comes to your business sales strategy. Recognizing if and when you are triggered to start comparing yourself is a worthwhile exercise and it can help you build a more confident you and be confident in your own abilities. When you notice anything like comparisonitis creeping in, you have to take a step back and you have to think about why do I feel this way? What can I do to switch my thinking? So there's lots of things to consider, but it is about immersing yourself in you and things like your achievements. Celebrate them. Celebrate achievements of yours in a fabulous way to remember all the amazing things that you've done. And this can bring you back to the present moment. Watching what other businesses do to sell their products and services is only a worthwhile task if you can remain objective and if it helps you. You want this exercise to give you a pot of ideas or motivation to do something better, but not lead you down the path of self-depreciation. So I've mentioned storytelling before and storytelling I will talk about again and again and again, because it is one of my favorite sales tools. 
for this very reason that actually you're the best person to sell your business because you know who your ideal customer is, you know them inside out, you know how your product and your services will work. And only you understand why you started your business in the first place. You are your most powerful tool for selling. There's plenty of work for everyone out there. So the key thing is to embrace your personality, your skills, your passion, your isms, what makes you different and share this with your audience. As I like to call it, your UHP, your unique human proposition. So instead of buying into an illusion that can be easily created online, think about the content you can share that offers your customers a real life view of your business, sometimes warts and all. Authentic people aren't afraid to share their mistakes as well as their achievements. And of course, there's a balance here. We don't want to go into the deep, dark depths of despair about the bad things that have happened to you. But when you share something that is quite vulnerable and that wasn't perfect, sometimes it can be very, very endearing and it can reassure other people that you're human. Actually, you do make mistakes, but equally that you learn from them. The beauty of the online platforms is the accessibility you have to everyone. Yes, it can make it far too easy to start comparing your business to the ones that seem to sizzle and glow in the dark. But it's also a great way to steer yourself away from those comparisons. You can connect with influential people who may have hit rock bottom, who may have struggled with self-doubt or even had to reinvent themselves. And hearing stories from big names in the business world talking about their anxiety or their worries can help you and reassure you that you are not alone. Remember, there is no other you on the planet. And that right there is just wonderful. Goodbye, comparisonitis. So what's next? Well, the key thing is that you understand that anything like this is ongoing work. You're not just going to solve this today. You're not even going to solve it in a week. It's always going to be something because it's part of human nature to be curious and to also want to be part of the tribe Remember, we're very tribal as humans. So the comparisonitis does actually kick in from a place of wanting to be like the others, wanting to fit in, wanting to make sure that actually you're accepted. But knowing that if you think about all of the things we've talked about today, that you can be part of the tribe and you can be accepted and even better, you can inspire others by being true you, by bringing this uniqueness to what you do means that people remember you, you become memorable. You have got stories to bring to the party. Storytelling is huge. Anyone who tells me they don't have a story, come and speak to me, come and have a virtual cuppa and I'll be able to at least extract those stories from you because I know they're there. But it's about understanding the stories have a worth to other people. And one of the solo sessions I'm going to do is going to be about storytelling because it's really important that we understand why it's so powerful and also how we use it in our business. That's super important. I think it's really easy when you think about your own 
experiences of comparing yourself to others because I'll give you one for instance when I started my membership uh, which was back in September 2020 actually I started it sort of on the back of the pandemic and I was genuinely not sure if anyone would actually join at all I mean it was one of those things like you just think you're going to build this amazing product, wonderful membership platform with all these great things to it, with all this great value to it. And then no one is actually going to join. And that's a big fear. That's kind of a standard fear, to be honest. But one of the things that I started to do was I started to be in groups, Facebook groups, where people were running their own memberships. And when you start to read these, There's somebody tells you that they've just launched their membership and a thousand people joined. There's someone else who tells you that they've just launched their membership and 10 people joined. There are so many different variants of how successful people have been launching their memberships. So when you look at that and you suddenly do a comparison, you're going to sit there and actually you're going to destroy yourself in many ways because maybe you only had say 30 people join. I think when I first launched, I had about 30 people join, which by the way, I was delighted about. But when you look at someone else who's then said, oh, I've got a thousand people join. There's so many reasons why you should never compare. Because for a start off, you have no idea what their membership is about. You have no idea whether the subject matter is a very general one and whether yours is perhaps a more niche subject matter you have no idea what sort of audience they had to start off with you have no idea what budget they had for their marketing you know that all of these things contribute to their result and how successful they've been and if you sit there and compare yourself purely on the numbers side of things what you're going to realize is that you're not actually comparing like for like you have no idea where they are in their journey And in comparison to where you are in your journey, where does that sit? So the comparisonitis piece is like a mindset torture of yourself. And it is just a waste of time. Because unless you've got pure facts right at your fingertips telling you this is a like for like, these guys are exactly the same as you, and at exactly the same stage as you, and here are the two results, then there is no comparison, to be honest. And that's interesting, because how many of us actually really realize that when we are torturing ourselves, that we're not good enough, and we're not as good as the others, and we're never going to be any good. And that's why you need to stay in your own lane. So there's my thoughts about comparisonitis. And I just think it's one of those things where you have really got to think about how much you want to include it in your life, in life and business, actually, because it does actually interfere in both. How much do you really want to put focus on it? Or do you just want to stick to who you are, why you do what you do, love what you do, and then just go out and be memorable you? I know which one I've chosen, but that doesn't mean to say the comparisonitis. Gremlins don't creep in now and again, but I know how to handle them now and I know what they mean. So I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and I do hope it's really given you a bit of food for thought. Thank you for listening to The Human Conversation. 
particularly my first solo session. Uh, we are on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, Stitcher and SoundCloud. And of course, you can watch this on YouTube. I'll see you next time on The Human Conversation. Ta-ta for now. You've just been listening to The Human Conversation podcast with Jules White. To find out more about the other work that Jules does, please visit her website, www.liveitloveitsellit.co.uk. And if you enjoyed the podcast, then please do leave a rating and review on the platform you use to enjoy her show. Thanks for listening and see you next time.